Well, hello, patrons. Welcome to The Rick and Kelly Show, episode 115. I am Rick. I am Kelly. And we are here to entertain you for the next hour. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about the Vanity Fair Bravo article and about the BravoCon fallout for Ramona. I tried calling her this morning. Well, I texted her. And I said, hey, I'm going to Florida tomorrow. I'm going to be there for 10 days. Are you going to be there? Because she has a beautiful place in West Palm Beach. Mm -hmm. And she says, no, not getting there until the 22nd. And I said, oh. And then I tried calling her and she didn't answer. Well, she's going through a lot right now. And we have uh, some stuff to share about that and some very strong feelings about the blowback on this article and the fallout from the article. And um, we're both going to weigh in on that. Um, first, I did want to welcome our new patrons this week. Including Shannon Christensen from Canada, mm -hmm. Mad Luck signed up for the full year, Woo! Livia A for the full year. Thank you. Thank you. Kristen, full year VIP. Yay! Thank you very much. Aaron Henderson, Justine Dollywall is also a VIP now. Thanks, Justine. Kathy Cloys, Martin, Susan Sapiro, Jr. Stacy B nine one one, Jaina, Angie Z. Tony Fazel, Mac Misiak, Erica, Casey Mosco, and Yvonne Marie Green, new party patron. Welcome Woo! to all of you. Thank you very Thank much you for joining guys. us. We also, just so and you can know. Can you tell your friends? Yeah, tell your friends. We Please. can all be friends. We filled our assistant position today. She was adorable. We hired this uh, girl named Bryn, who's going to be helping us with a lot of... Um, stuff related to our podcast and um welcome Bryn to the family yes even though she doesn't follow us on patreon yet yeah i should probably give her a membership right i think we should yeah i'm gonna have to um we had a fantastic weekend in las vegas we talked about it on the smash we don't have to go into a lot of detail here but um the one thing we couldn't show on youtube were the wedding dance videos because there's music and you know copyright copy. yeah um and heather mcdonald and megan Weaver were together for the first time since they had a big fight at our house six months ago. And um, we mentioned that on the Smash as well, but um, it was really nice to see them make up. And, and Jeff was a little bit upset about it. He was, wasn't he? Yeah. He shouldn't be. We told him not to. Yeah. We called in. Um, but we thought you might enjoy uh, some some of these videos from our table and from the dance floor showing uh, Heather and Kelly and some others showing off some dance moves. Check it out. Stop, won't stop. <laughs> yes. Amazing. 
Wow, this is really... <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Very impressive. <laughs> so good wasn't it yeah it was the same band that was at uh roman james baby shower that was more like a wedding mm -hmm. at pharrell's house in vegas former house in vegas love that band do you have those pictures of that band um that baby shower i i do you do yeah why i, I just want to send them to asia oh okay. just wondering oh yeah it's a cool band i can share those with you for sure it was so funny because there was like it was like an orchestra, and Megan Weaver goes, good band, good band. I go, it's an orchestra. <laughs> like, there's flutes and saxophones and strings. strings and French horns and flutes and violins. I think that this version of the band was actually larger than Roman's band. I think, when, um, I, think I counted 10 or 11 members of that band when we were there, and I could be wrong. But this one had like 20 at least, don't you think? How, yeah, how, how much do you think something like that is? That's a good question. Um, you know, wedding bands can range from 25 to 50 to 100K or more, depending on, I mean, Asia hired the Backstreet Boys. That was millions. I think it was, yeah, maybe half a million or a no, million? No, it was a million. It was a million? Yeah. Wow. So these guys, I would guess between 50 and 100K. Wow. That's my guess. I could be way off. It could be a lot more. I don't know. Um, a couple of you asked about our cookie jar in Palm Desert. It's one of Kelly's uh, hidden skills is putting cookies in a cookie jar. So I thought I'd make a fun little video showing her uh, how she stacks up uh, the Oreos in the jar. You, you, you refresh them for our new tenants who just arrived. <laughs> right. In Palm Desert. Whatever. It's just a cute little video. Here it is.
wondering if they're going to eat them. Oh, I, I don't think people can resist, quite honestly. Like, they're sitting there, and even though it, it's obviously, like, decorative in some way, they're also Oreo cookies. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of hard to resist. Um, I wanted to share some uh, comments from last week's show before we get to the, the, the nitty-gritty and the real meat here. Um, these were about the vaccine, and this one from Sydney. I have not met anyone who did not take the clot, sh clot shot, she called it, and regret it. So she hasn't met anyone who didn't get the shot and felt bad about it. I have met many who took it and regret it. They are having all sorts of health issues. I yeah, unfortunately. I did not take it at 71 years old and had great pressure from my family to take it. I am no way, in no way against taking vaccines, but I did the research early on. With that, I am now real skeptical of the pharmaceutical industry and the government. Well, I mean, I just don't know how it's just common sense. We got the vaccines when we were little, right? The measles, mumps, rubella. Do we have to keep getting boosters every of, of every other month? No, we have to get boosters every 10 years. A, vac a, the, a vaccine, that's a vaccine. The true definition of vaccine is that it prevents you from getting the thing you're trying not to get. This is an experiment that they put out quick. That How, failed. That failed. I don't understand that. Like somebody could be pushing the Pfizer. Yeah. Like Andy Cohen, he's had, a, he's had COVID three times. Three or four times. Mm. And he's like, I don't care if I get it again. He's like, I want to lose weight. Well, but yeah, he's pushing. <laughs> it's like, follow the money. Yeah. He said that, like two years after COVID started, he said it after getting COVID again. And at that point, I guess he felt like it was okay to joke about COVID. Right. But when, after he said I was on the wrong side of history. Right. Then he decided it was okay to, 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 to make fun of it. Even though he was so, so upset about what you had said. Which doesn't seem fair to me at all. And then we talked about taking money from Pfizer or Moderna or Johnson & Johnson and advertising their vaccines. And then, like for example, news organizations that were running these ads. How are they impartial covering COVID, covering the vaccines, if they're getting paid millions of dollars by the company that makes them. You know, to me, there's a, there's a line there, and they probably shouldn't have crossed it, but it's hard to get advertising dollars these days, and so I guess they they didn't care. Um, more what, comments? What time are you doing um, Newsmax? Oh, I'm on. Uh, it's going to be too late for, for these guys. It's on today. We're sh recording this Wednesday afternoon because we're flying to... Florida Thursday morning. Uh, I'm on at 7:25 p.m. Eastern for 4:25 p.m. local. Okay, so we have to hurry it up here. Well, no, I mean. No, I'm saying we have an hour. Yeah. Okay, cool. Ann M said, "My husband and I never got the flu vaccine, and we have never had the flu." Okay. We both got COVID vaccines, and both got COVID. No more vaccines for us. It's not a vaccine. Why do they keep calling it that? You know they ch change, and we talked about. They used this to before. call it the flu shot. Why don't they call it the flu shot? I don't know. But they changed the definition of vaccine after they realized that the COVID vaccine didn't meet the definition of vaccine. So then they changed the definition of vaccine instead of calling the COVID shot something else. To me, that is so blatantly wrong on every level. Right. 
Uh, cooking with Kelly, you got we got a lot of uh, positive feedback. A lot of people love that sauce that that Bruno helped you make. Uh huh. Clarissa Torres said, I enjoy all your content, but the cooking with Kelly is my favorite. I have tried so many of the recipes Kelly had posted, and they have all been fabulous. I have a wonderful time in Vegas. Okay, I'll do one for next week. Well, I can't because I'm in New York. <laughs> but I want to do one with my mom. Yeah. Uh, because she makes this for Easter or Thanksgiving. It's a potato. Um, it is the, the so flippin' good. Yeah. It's a casserole. It's a potato casserole. Oh, Okay. And it's really good with honey baked ham. And I want to do that with my mom. Well, I mean, you could do it this evening if you wanted to. Once we're done with everything else, we, we have our Beverly Hills recap mm. tonight. Uh, and we hope you guys will watch that on our uh, YouTube channel. Um, but there was someone who said they made they used the, the sauce on their eggs. Ooh. And they really loved it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Denise Ayala said, sorry, this may be off topic, but it has been bothering me for some time now. My children go to a public school here in California. This school year, we were sent home a paper from the Department of Education regarding our income. They would like to know how much me and my husband make a year. The paper says this will benefit your child's school and how much money they receive from the government. I was like, what the fuck? The only time they ask for your income is when you fill out a form for school lunches. This is none of their business. If they really want to know my income, they could contact the IRS, and I never filled out those forms for the free lunches. Sleepy Joe said all school-age children will receive free lunch. What are they up to now? It's a good question. You flagged that one for me. Spend, spend, spend. Free, free, free. I mean, who's ultimately... I mean, someone's got to pay for this. It's not free. Right. It's like, I don't understand how these people keep voting. But, but why like, would the Department of Education want to know how much money the parents of the kids at that school make? What, what, what is that? She's, I think that sometimes they want to do funding. They can get funding, government funding. If they can show that they don't have wealthy parents? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, a really nice one I, have, I wanted to read from Robin Yates. Yesterday, my husband, Jason busted me on the Zoom, and you guys met him and were so nice. Remember the pilot? Yeah. After I went out to the deck and was asking him what he wanted with his steak that I was headed to the store to get, he looked at me and said, I cannot believe you were on a Zoom with Rick Leventhal. He continued to tell me that while he was in Bosnia, Iraq, and other parts of the Middle East, you were always there as well, and that how sweet you were to all of us on the call was really touching, and that it means something to the military when people like you were there and make them feel relevant. So thank you for being there. Uh, for my Jason, over all the deployments, you touched his little heart yesterday. He flies to SNA via Delta all the time. That's the airport right down the street from us. He is a captain on an A220, and he's going there as I type, so I made sure that if you guys are ever on his plane to give you a great experience, have a spectacular week. So nice. Kelly's made fun of Delta, and he was within earshot of the computer. I said, doesn't ever leave the airport. <laughs> and he, he's a captain on Delta planes. Um, but I do have a lot of respect for the military, and that's why I went back I was overseas. kidding. I mean, I, 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 I like Delta fine enough. It's all right. They're all the same. They're pretty similar, yeah. I mean, they're all the same. Yeah. You know? But The only thing that's different is that JSX. That's a cool experience. It was a great experience. It's like kind of like flying private, but on a small commercial plane. But it, because you're going in and out of private terminals, you don't have to deal with the nonsense, TSA and all that. 
Um, but I was just saying, I, I, I have a lot of respect for the military. It's why I kept going overseas so many times and telling their stories because I thought they deserved to have a light shine, shined on them. They deserve that. Um, and I'm glad that, that I was able to do that. Um, someone asked for a close-up of my wedding ring. Uh, it's uh, what is it's it? like titanium or something. Yeah, it's like platinum or titanium. It's, it wasn't expensive at all. I mean, it, it was... Like a couple hundred dollars. Was it, I don't even remember. Yeah, it was... I don't remember. But it was some titanium or something. I, I don't feel like I need anything flashy or, or fancy or anything else. I just wanted a simple band. It's kind of cool with like the blue edging on it. And like a brushed, almost silverish color in the middle. I, I like it. I do too. I love it. <laughs> it's a symbol of our love. Yes. Um, before we get to the uh, Vanity Fair Bravo store, we're going to do that now. But I wanted to mention that we saw that article about uh, Peacock streaming losing uh, close to $3 billion this year. So Bravo has, has some issues right now. So does NBC Universal. Yeah. You know what? What? Once you go woke, you go broke. <laughs> right? Is that right? Well, I, I mean, honestly. I think they alienated a lot of viewers when they fired a lot of cons more conservative housewives, including you. Not that you're a conservative, but you, you express some conservative viewpoints. I'm a libertarian. Yeah. So I'm like. If you want to go get an abortion, go get an abortion. Not, that's up to you and God, okay? If you, it has nothing to do with me. Your body, your choice. If you, if you want gay marriage, gay rights, go right ahead. I have liberal views in some things, but I'm more fiscally conservative. I have conservative views on a lot of topics. I think uh, getting away from traditional household things is causing... You know, law and order. I think these liberal po policies have um, screwed up society. Uh, so I think the more I've traveled, the older I get, mm -hmm. the more I see what's going on, the yeah. more I, I realize that I am probably way more conservative than but, I ever imagined I ever thought I would be. But that's, but that's not, doesn't make you a bad person. No, but and to them, to the those liberal policymakers, give me, give me, give me, free, 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 take, uh -huh. take, take, entitled, entitled, entitled. It is. It. I think that's bad. Well, Bravo versus like, but Bravo is MSNBC, which you say yeah. is so left wing, so far left. Right. It's not even in the middle. It's the most liberal news network by far that I've seen. And I guess Bravo f is, is following in those footsteps. I yeah. mean, that we know that they are. And they did not like conservative viewpoints being expressed for whatever reason on their shows, even though half the They're country is, is conservative. But everybody in Orange County, except for maybe Gina, because she doesn't have a brain in her head, everybody is conservative here. Everybody is a Trumper here. Everyone. Mm -hmm. Everybody on that show is, but they are so scared to say anything. They're scared. I guess when you say, you tell people your politics, you're going to piss off half. Right. 
And that's why people say you shouldn't talk about politics or religion because it's not the kind of thing that, I mean, it's going to get you in trouble, but, potentially. But, but I was on a reality show. Right. Dealing with this freaking monster of Bronwyn mm -hmm. that I was up and I wasn't going to let her try to change. She wanted to change Orange County. She was posing for these BLM, calling me a racist. Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to let her. Uh, uh, she had the audacity to think she could and, and, change And saying that Orange I County. was a bad mom because I was gone all the time when I had one week on, one week off. Yeah. You know, like the, you know, that pointing fingers, mm -hmm. but she had three pointing back. Biggest hypocrite. Yeah. Hypocrites. Oh, yeah. They are. They're hypocrites. Gave you a hard time for, for leaving your daughter every other week because she was supposed to be with her dad every other week. And yet Bronwyn would leave her, all of her kids, little kids. Eight of them. Constantly. Right. Well, two of them are of age. But well, whatever. she's not worth talking about. Yeah. Um, but it, I think, bit Bravo in the ass when they, when they got rid of all those conservative housewives because a lot of conservative viewers were turned off to that. I know they lost a lot of OC viewers when you were kicked off the show. And so their ratings have have suffered. Now, Beverly Hills did pretty well in its debut. Right. Uh, just over a million viewers. So, And they have some semi-successful shows still. But they're losing their ass on their streaming. $3 service. billion dollars this year. Yeah. This quarter was something like $600 million. So when, when he was like, oh, look at the streaming and don't look at the, the raw numbers. You don't, the live numbers don't matter. It's the streaming numbers. Really, well, the streamer's losing, it, losing ass. its ass. <laughs> so that argument doesn't hold a lot of water. So I want to start this Bravo expose in Vanity Fair. If you haven't read it, um, I guess it's worth the read, but it's, it's, prepare yourself. It's a very long article. Um, some of our people in the chat were saying it was a, a nothing sandwich yeah, or a nothing, a nothing burger. burger. I thought there was some there was some some substance there, and it was somewhat interesting. But there's a lot of contradictions there that I wanted to focus on. But one of them, and you you sent this to me this morning. Um, you know, the, Ramon is getting a lot of heat for allegedly being a racist, and we're going to talk about what she texted the New York Post, which prompted Bravo to kick her out of BravoCon. But in this Vanity Fair article, Ebony K. Williams, who was the first black cast member on the New York Housewives, and who I used to work with at Fox, said, when presented with the idea that she might participate in Bethany Frankel's organizing, Ebony Williams said, excuse my French, fuck Bethany Frankel. You think I'm going to let some white girl Speak for me with my experience with a multi-billion dollar corporation. Now, why isn't that racist? Well, as far as I'm concerned, that is flat out racist. That's flat out racist. You're saying you're not going to be involved with her cause and let her represent you and all these other housewives because she's white. Right. So you're basing it solely on her race. The fact that she's white, you're saying she can't, she's not capable of representing you. Yeah. So it's okay for you to 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 uh, racially profile her and say she uh, you you won't work with her because she's white, but it's not okay for someone else to say they don't want to work with you because you're black. You tell me how those two things are equal. Right. How those two things are okay. Oh, I'm not working with that white woman, and someone else says, "Well, I'm working with a black woman." You're a racist. Right. Well. well what is that? Or, 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 or do you date black guys? No. You're a racist. What is that? Yeah. 
What is that? It's a personal choice who what you is date. That? And you were married at the time. I was married at the time when TMZ but asked this me this woman that. is allegedly an attorney. Right. Okay? So does she represent white people? Can she rep fully represent the white experience for her clients? Or does she only represent black people? And if she's only representing black people, is she discriminating against white people if a white person wants her to represent them? Because they're white, I'm not going to represent you? Well, how about... We can all work with each other. How about that? What happened to that? What, ha what happened to let's all get along? What happened to, like, we're one world? Because this group of people are the most racist. That BLM, the most racist. I mean, the, BLM. That, that, that is the most racist thing on earth. And by the way, I'm going to read this um, text message that uh, we wrote to Jeff Lewis. So I sent Jeff Lewis a Vanity Fair thing mm -hmm. and uh he says i read it you were smart to stay away from this well i'm not staying away from this because i'm talking to you guys about this right yeah now. we didn't go in depth on it on youtube because no you can't you can't really talk to. about anything you on can't YouTube. talk about race you can't talk about anything because they'll censor you yeah so i said uh you asked i go you asked andy cohen to put me on an ultimate girls trip and he said too soon and they put that crazy Leah on there and Ramona twice. Who's the real racist? None of it makes sense. Why would they keep ignoring me when I was on for five years and have such a huge following? Because I would pose BLM, who now supports Hamas terrorists and the destruction of Israel? How does Andy feel about BLM now? Yeah. Who's on the wrong side of history? Hey, Bobby. Hey, Rick. Uh, Kelly's mom just got Oh, wait, here. wait, real quick. What did they say? You're not gonna believe this. What? Well, Julie, we just got our eyes checked, so we're they're right. gonna dilate her eyes tomorrow uh -huh. because it takes four hours. She can't drive or anything like that. Right. So you know how much the glasses are there? How much? Take a guess. Five hundred. Six hundred. Seven hundred. A thousand. Seven hundred for just for a pair of glasses. Yeah. Seven hundred dollars for a pair of eyeglasses. I said get get the get. I'll the go to Costco. I yeah. said get the prescription for the glasses and go around and shop around and give. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I said, these are they're not Paradas. They're not made out of gold, are they? No. Wow. But are her eyes? Could they? Is she bad? Are they bad? What's yeah, her? She, she needs glasses. Yeah. She needs contacts. Contacts are, are, she can't, she gets up late and she, by the time you put them in and everything. I grew up with contacts my I whole said, life. you know what you need? You need one of those chains that I, the old people wear. So you she needs them. contacts. I wore contacts. She just has to wake up five minutes earlier and put her contacts You just go boop, boop. I, I mean, I spent all my 20, all, all the high well, school. Her, her excuse I for said, not wearing I contacts said, is she. I said, she can, get, she can get her eyes dilated tomorrow. Uh-huh. And then go back. Why don't they dilate her eyes again? What's that for? I should have just went test? to Costco. I should have just went to Costco to get her eyes done. I should have yeah. just went to Costco. That's How much did they charge for the... Uh... 150 275 They told me 150 They No, yeah. it's. Uh... They said 150 Well, uh, there's a little slice of uh, home life for you. Um... They told me 150 $255. Okay, thank you. All right. Hundred fifty five. I can't see. Okay. okay anyway. Sorry um, about that, guys. So a little, little. Uh, what is that called? Um, reality there for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> but but the point of that story of the text to Jeff Lewis, 
and the whole thing about Andy was that Bravo flipped out when you wore a drunk wives matter hat that was a gag gift that someone gave you at your wedding shower and wanted you to apologize to BLM because you were mocking the movement. And now we've come to find out, and well, a lot of us already knew that there, there was a Marxist organization, but BLM is fully, at least many of its chapters, fully supporting Hamas. Hamas. Which is a terrorist group. They're saying free Palestine and F Israel, in essence. And when they say free Palestine, and if you've heard these chants, something to the effect of, uh, from the river to the sea, Palestine shall be free. What that means, in case you didn't know, is they want to wipe out Israel. Because the river to the sea is Israel. That's the area they're talking about. Not just Gaza, which Israel has said, you guys can have this. And they tried to give them as much autonomy as they could. And then they just kept bombing and, and striking in terror attacks against the Israelis. The Palestinians and these demonstrations, pro-Palestinian demonstrations, are not just like, hey, Palestinians are cool, let's help them out. They're saying, get rid of Israel. It, it's absolutely anti-Semitic. And Andy Cohen and Bravo were so scared oh, of, B, of BLM. Way, and by the way, Bravo uh, Evolution, Alice Baskin and Doug Ross ran started that company. They're 100% Jews. Uh huh. Everybody that runs Bravo is a Jew. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Andy it, Cohen. Andy Cohen so is a Jew. Here's here's how I, I like. I want to know if they're still backing. I want to know if they're. I want to know if they're well, still backing. There are a lot of corporations really that are quietly dropping BLM references from their websites. Like, I think it was Coca-Cola just did that. I don't think you see it on the NBA courts anymore. I think people, you know, pretty quickly figured out that this was basically a, a blackmail situation. And, and I, 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 it's not a play on words. That, that this organization was saying to these large corporations, support us, give us millions of dollars. And be on be on the good side, but if you don't, we're going to protest and we're going to we're going to come after you. So they felt obligated, in my this is my opinion, felt obligated to give to, so that they wouldn't be attacked. And come to find out, gee, they they misspent all those dollars. The the the, the higher ups were, were buying homes with the money. Very little of it went to help black causes, and. Now they're what, supporting what about, Hamas what, terrorists. What about all the statues that they try to te tear uh -huh. down? What? Why? You want to why, why? history? Yeah. You, yeah. Like why? Why? When that one was all happening, why was I changing the names of, of schools? Yeah, changing the name of schools. Like, I understand it's it's a delicate subject, but you know that's the way the world was then, and we've all learned and grown from it. But that didn't make the people who were doing it then bad people because they were doing what everyone did at that time. In any event, we wouldn't be here today if it weren't for those people. So you're, are you going to try and just pretend like it, they, they never lived? Or, or you can't acknowledge that they accomplished things? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't even want to get any deeper into that. But what I do want to say is that all those companies and all those people who were like so adamant about BLM, they should... They should they should be ashamed of themselves. I agree. I agree. And if you support them now, like Ebony Williams, remember the first episode she was on? She had one of those sweatshirts on or shirts on that had all the names of the people who were For the allegedly Floyd. killed by, by police. Not yeah, allegedly, yeah. they were killed by police, but but 
BLM was saying anyone who was killed by a black person, killed by a police officer, was a victim of racism. And was, in some cases, ignoring the facts that the person was resisting arrest or pulled a weapon. So she was clearly supporting BLM, and BLM supports the destruction of Israel if they're supporting Hamas. She's a racist. That she said she wouldn't K. work. Williams is a racist. She wouldn't work with Bethany. She won't work with Bethany Frankel because she's white. Even she's, if what she's, she's, she's trying. She's she's. She's saying somebody on the color of their skin. Uh, listen, that's racism. I, I I met her. I worked with. I didn't work with her, but I met her. I would talk to her in the hall. She always seemed like a really nice person to me. She did. She did. Mm -hmm. She seemed really nice. I, I don't. I don't know what this all is about, but to me, it just it's it's weird to me. It seemed like like those because I know evolution. Thomas Kelly had an agenda. He was that woke, like a lot like your daughter, like Veronica, like that, that trying to humanitarian, trying to, you know what I mean? Yeah. That woke nonsense. Uh-huh. And um, it, it just, it, it, I, I don't understand it. I think that that's racism. Like, I, you know, well, they, they love calling people racist. Let's be honest here. Everyone has some kind of prejudice with somebody, okay? Whether they're fat or there's... That's why people... Israel has their own homeland. Mm -hmm. You know? It's not right to be racist. It's not right to have pre prejudging people. It isn't right to, to do any of that. It's not. You, sh you should base your experiences on the person, not their skin color. Right. I, I couldn't agree more with that and um and i want to get to the ramona thing but in my rundown i have sonia next and and sonia is a mess and you told a story i think it was on this on patreon you told yeah. the story of how she peed and puked all over your friend jack's uber right so there's this reference to uh sonia morgan who uh was so inebriated that she vomited and urinated on herself on a trip to the Hamptons, according to Leah McSweeney. Whatever footage there may have been did not air. This was with crews, camera crews. Uh, what is that? Alpine what? Uh, cleaners. Oh, maybe the rest of our clothes is ready. I picked up our the oh, shirts. Okay. Um, someone documented in the hot sheet that Morgan was continuously getting more and more out of control and drunk. So if you guys don't know what a hot sheet is, when every time you're filming, they have somebody sitting down and they're they're transcribing everything that's said. So it's like somebody who's like kind of a court reporter mm -hmm. and they're jotting down everything that's that's said and those notes go to Andy Cohen and all and Bravo and Evolution. All the executives who aren't on at the shoot can then see what happened at the shoot. They can read, they can the, read the transcript. The of transcript it. of it. That's what a hot sheet is. So <laughs> they documented that she was continuously getting more and more out of control and drunk. And and in twenty fifteen, during a trip to Atlantic City, a Roni cast member told production Morgan was too drunk to film and that a real intervention was necessary. Frankel staged one on camera, it didn't take. So this woman has a history of getting wasted, often on camera, and peeing on herself, puking on herself, and they rewarded her 
with another show called Crappy Lake. And they keep putting her on girls trips and BravoCon. Like, that's yeah. okay. Ultimate girls trips. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, they reward her. Oh, no, you can get hammered and make a mess of yourself and just be a disgusting mess. That's all right. But you can't speak your mind honestly about what and agree with half the country. Right. Which... You can't, or else you'll be blacklisted. You'll never be able to go. So Ramona got in trouble because in this <coughs> Vanity Fair article, um, there was there were reference to references to her alleged racism. And but, I asked her if she said that. I asked her if she said uh, the N word. Yeah. There are allegations that Ramona, at some point during filming, during her last season on the New York Housewives, used the N word. And Ramona denies it. She said she used, she said the N word. She didn't use the word itself. But there was an investigation, and in the Vanity Fair article, it suggests that they believe she did say that word, but the context in which she said it was acceptable because she wasn't using it to describe someone. She was saying it in the context of, well, um, you know, it would be like you using that word, likening it to another. Um, slur but the article said that she actually said the word so when page six reached out to Ramona and that's uh, another thing I don't understand you have these songs and these people say the n-word uh -huh. and if you sing along to them you're you're not allowed you're not allowed to say it you're not so, allowed to sing so it why don't they just get rid of the word which is derogatory yeah but the black if, people say it. It's okay. Well, if it's so I, I, bad. I don't understand that mentality. If it's so bad, then why are they repeating it over and over and over in again? In songs. In, in songs. And and you're not allowed to sing along but, to the song. But they're selling you the music. It's okay for them to profit off of it. Maybe, they're, maybe their attitude is, well, you know, we suffered from this, and so now same, we should make money same, off of it. It's the same thing with gays. You can't say uh, faggot. I mean, we said faggot when we were like eighth grade. Like, if you were born in the eighties, uh -huh. we all said that as kids. Now it's not appropriate. But Andy Cohen on his show said it's okay if we say it. Right. The gays. It's okay if we say it. It's okay for we, but not for thee. Exactly. That's what I don't understand. Can someone help me make sense of this? <laughs> can Can someone make sense of this? We look forward to reading your your comments about that. So, in the Vanity Fair article, Ebony K. Williams and Leah McSweeney both alleged a singer had used the N-word in conversation with a black crew member during production of season 13. So, Ramona, when the New York Post reached out to get her comment about that, she said, this is upsetting. The word I used was N-word, not, and then she actually spelled out the N-word in the text of the New York Post. So she used the word in a text saying she didn't use that word. And because she texted the word to the New York Post and the New York Post printed that, Bravo pulled its invitation to Ramona Singer for BravoCon. So now she's not going. So they did an investigation on her if she said the N-word. She gets an ultimate girl's trip. She gets another an ultimate girl's trip. She gets a legacy. She was on Watch What Happens Live she sitting on Andy's lap, lap after the whole investigation played out. But I wear a Drunk Wives Matter hat. 
Uh-huh. And I said, and they, at TMZ asked me if I date black, and I was married at the time. Mm-hmm. They call me a racist. That's unbelievable to me. The other- How they can pick, it's like they pick and choose yeah. what is appropriate and what isn't, right? They they pick and choose who their darlings are. That is prejudice to me. Of course it is. Of course it is. That's discrimination to me. And and if they're rewarding people with Ultimate Girls Trip, for they hypocrites. pay a quarter million dollars for a week's work, why not give Kelly one of those? She was so popular on the show. But but because she's controversial in ways that they don't like. If well, you were, if you were peeing on yourself I, I, I say, and puking on people, that would be okay. Or if, if I stole money from burn victims. Uh-huh. If Allegedly. I, if, if I didn't pay my taxes. If I get DUIs. Yeah. Then everything that's is... Okay. That's okay. But just don't say anything uh, that isn't in line with, with the Bravo uh, point of view. Right. Can't disagree with them. So the other thing that... What that that uh, Ramona was criticized for was staying saying that most black people don't have present fathers while participating in a training call with two racial justice representatives as well as a publicist from Bravo. What if they don't have a father? Why can't I say that? Most of them don't. So she got all this heat for saying that, and the article goes into great detail about how she actually said that in this forum that most. Uh, black people, uh, black children didn't have a father, present father. And the article never mentions that, in fact, statistics show that Ramona's right. They most don't. And then by most, anything more than 50% is most. A majority don't have a father present. And I'm not judging. I just did the research. I looked up the numbers. And the numbers don't lie. Uh, but why don't they say that? I don't know. How, why don't they say the the, the facts? The okay. facts are the matter. Not let me. And then can I read some of these yeah, numbers? Yeah, read them to me. Because Rick had got you got like three or four sources, right? Well, Look yeah. It up. A majority of the seventy three point seven million American children under age eighteen live in families with two parents. Like sixty nine percent of the seventy four million kids in America live with two parents. Um, but when you break it down by race, the statistics are very different. The percentage of white children under 18 who live with both parents almost doubles that of black children, according to the data. 74% of all white children below the age of 18 live with both parents, but only 38.7% of African-American minors can say the same. So right there, you have a majority of black children who don't live in a two-parent household. And you could say, well, some of them are fathers. Okay, yeah. But but the numbers are, are, are at least 51.2%. And there are a lot of different numbers flying around. But it's clear that the majority of black children are unfortunately growing up in single-parent households. And the majority of those households are women, not men. Mothers. That, so, so, well, that's a mother for you. So why is it wrong that Ramona said that when she's only stating fact? Why would she be criticized for stating fact? Because you're not allowed to talk about you that? You can't say anything that is fact-based. It's all fake news. 
It's all hypocritical. All, all, uh, all, you know, it's, 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 it's backwards and it's upside down. Yeah. And I can tell you, I know Ramona personally, and I can tell you she is not a racist. She's not. She, she, she might not, say dumb things. She might say stupid things like I And saying, she does forget people's names. But she but, is but not. So do the rest of us. She is not, I can tell you, she is not a hateful person. Um, she's got black friends. I met him in, in, in the Hamptons. Uh, she, she is not a racist. She isn't. She is not. And now she's being uh, skewered. And Bravo. And that's like the, the what's her, what, who did that, um, that poor lady that was married to Ozzy Osbourne. That happened to her. That poor lady. Oh, Shannon? Uh, with Sharon Osbourne? Sharon Osbourne. That happened to her. I mean, it's happened to so many people. The the, the lady from Food Network, Paula, Paula Dean. Or Paula, oh, Paula Dean. Paula Dean. Happened to her, too. Like, it is so sad how people, and like me, say, I'm racist. It is, it's, it's disgusting. Well, because when once they say that, once they paint you as a racist, it's very hard to overcome that. Because now, all of a sudden, you've been labeled that. And... How do you disprove something like that, that's BS to begin with? How do you disprove that accusation? It's nearly impossible. I'm Someone, sorry, but I know moder- I know, I know human behavior. And if you, if you see human behavior, people, pe- most people are racist. They are. They, they actually are. You know why? You go to San Francisco, you see Chinatown. They want to congregate in their own little area. You have Ethiopian town. Uh-huh. You have uh, Latin. Most quarters. major cities have. You have. have those. They 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 want to segregate themselves into their own way of, of of their mindset and their way of thinking. Just like Orange County wants everything to be safe. They want everything to be clean. Mm-hmm. They want law and order. They want. They don't. They don't want what LA has. They don't want the homelessness. They don't want those uh, joblessness. They don't want drug addicts well, running I, around. It's like-minded people. Yeah. Want to hang out with like-minded people. Well, that. And if you don't think like that, then you're a racist. Well, I just, I just don't want this to be. Um, I just want this to be fair. Like, if, if, if. Ebony Williams is going to say she's not going to work with Bethany Frankel because she's white. Let's call that what it is. It's racism. Just because she's black doesn't mean she gets a free pass and she can say things like that and, and, and get away with it. Right. It's, to me, that's worse than what Ramona said because Ramona didn't use the word to describe someone. She used a word as an example of what you're not supposed to say and why it's so bad to say it. And that's the difference. Someone wrote in to um, us on on YouTube and said, don't tell me for a second the Bravo PR machine wasn't sitting on the Ramona thing until the Vanity Fair article came out. The race card as the shiny object used for deflection works yet again. In other words, Bravo welcomed the attention on Ramona because it took the heat off of them. Right. Because now all of a sudden, all anybody's talking about was what Ramona did and not all this other stuff that Bravo was accused of doing, of create, fostering this atmosphere that's unhealthy for the women on the shows. And that was really the main thrust of the article, was that Bravo created this environment that was bad for the women. And 
only did it to make but, money on the show. And 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 rewards bad behavior. Yes. Rewards certain bad, bad behavior. Certain yes. bad behavior. But look the, at I mean, what kind of mothering does Sonia Morgan that she never mothered that daughter. She had that little girl in uh, Quincy. She had her out in uh, uh, taking care of at a boarding school. Didn't have that little daughter, that girl. She didn't raise that little girl. Yeah. She had her in boarding schools. But that that's okay. Yeah. That kind of behavior is okay. We had uh, Luann De La Seps married. Ramona told me. It's landering everywhere. She was like the town bicycle married to that count. And she they would cheat on each other left and right. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, it's okay, you know, it, it's it's you know, it's okay to be well, how about, I mean, a piece of crap. It's okay to be a bad mother. It's okay to be a drunk. It's okay to be a slut. It's okay to do these things. Yeah. It's okay to get DUIs. It's okay to steal from people. It's okay. The other thing that bothered me in the article was they, they focused heavily on Leah McSweeney, who was on that show for all of two seasons and had a drinking problem. She was an alcoholic who hadn't drank for nine years, according to her, herself, but then started drinking before they started filming her first season. And her behavior was out of control. And that made her a star, according to this article, mm -hmm. because she took her clothes off and was throwing things around Ramona's backyard and making an ass of herself. But because she was just wild drunk, she was a hit. She wasn't a hit. She wasn't a hit because no one wanted to watch her. It was she was that hard to watch. She was hard to watch. No one wanted to watch. And but, but Bravo, the liberal thing that they are, yeah, think that that's cool and that's like that that's their darling. Like and so, the, so they promoted her. And, and most her. of us, us, yeah, right, right. Women that want to work, women that want to take care of their kids, women that, you know, uh, set values for children, those kinds of people. They're, they're, mm -mm. So Bravo rewards her uh, with a second season on the show, with an ultimate girls trip, quarter million for a week's work. Um, and, and they wanted her on the legacy. And wanted her to be on the legacy. They wanted her Which to was going to be the next version of New York with all of the, like, the, the most legendary, iconic... Housewives, and I don't know how she qualified for that, except for maybe that she was their new darling, and they needed some young blood in there to mix it up with the with the older ladies on legacy. But then she flaked out and on on her girls' trip, she she lost it, and I guess she had a a panic attack, and then turned around and sued Bravo and NBC and the production company for. Um, uh, the, using the Dis Americans with Disabilities Act, saying she had a disability and they weren't respectful of her disability. This is someone who admitted to being an alcoholic and willingly started drinking again and went to work on a show where everyone drinks and then she got drunk. But and she, she was drinking before she was filming the show. Right. But so then she sues the network that was trying to reward her for her bad behavior because they weren't more, um, they didn't, Take better care of her and her and her emotional issues, her 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 her, her ailment, her physical disability. She called it, and there are a lot of people who have strong physical oh, disabilities it. who are like. You're really? taking away from people that have real disabilities, like we were talking about. 
hearing impaired. So uh, people that don't have uh, arms, legs. I mean, it goes on and on and on. But like, isn't it ironic that Bravo now has to deal with a lawsuit from someone who they were so hot on and so high on and promoting heavily, and now they have to fight off a lawsuit from that person? I I, I don't I don't get it. Well. Uh, I have some stories that pissed me off. That okay, I was gonna, good. Um, one of them was this whole uh, Palestinian protest situation going on and all these college campuses. And we talked about it last week. And it's what I'm going to be talking about on Newsmax this afternoon. Um, how people don't understand just how bad this is when you support Hamas. But if you still have doubts about whether Hamas is a terrorist organization after the horrific slaughter of a thousand innocent Israelis, women, children, babies. There's this latest update from Hamas that I read this in the New York Post today. An official with Hamas vows to repeat the Israel attacks again and again until it's destroyed. He said, Israel has no place on our land. Ghazi Hamad, a member of the militant group's decision-making political bureau, warned that Gaza leadership would replicate the coordinated October 7th attack referred to by the terrorists as Operation Al-Asa Flood, which killed more than 1,400 Israelis and took some 240 hostages. The Al-Asa Flood is just the first time, and there will be a second, a third, a fourth, because we have the determination, the resolve, and the capabilities to fight. He said that a week ago. And you wonder why Israel is flattening Gaza and why they're going into the tunnels and why they're seeking out and trying to kill every Hamas terrorist who resists, every Hamas terrorist who they find, because they want and they are threatening to continue to kill Israelis. I, I just, I, I'm blown away by, by this wave of, 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 of protest, this wave of idiocy. Here in America, people who think that this is the cause and the Israelis are the bad people. The Israelis have tried for decades to make this work. And I, I just love how you said that. The, he's like, the Jews got their homeland, little piece like this. Palestine's huge. They could have made it really nice. Well, they no, the Arab over, world is huge. The, yeah, the Arab world is huge. Yeah. You right? look at a map of the Middle East and look at all the Arab countries and... It's this big, and then Israel is like one little dot in the middle of it. And that's, that's not okay, apparently, according to uh, Hamas and according to Iran and other countries who, that hate Israel. Get out of here. We don't want you here. And we're going we're gonna to destroy you. I mean, it, it, if, if the rest Weren't of the... Weren't the Jews way before Hamas? I mean, before Palestine? I mean, we're I mean the they Jews, all go back like, thousands. I mean, like the Egyptians and the Jews and all that. They all go back thousands of years. They go back I thousands mean, the, of years. I mean, the, the two, like, like thousands of years ago. But again, like but why are they? Why can't they make their own little? Like, you know, this is like this is. Why don't they? Why can't people see? Everyone's racist. See, this is what well, this is. Not yeah, not uh, everyone. No, no, this is no. They're racist. Well, why can't people live in uh like like we're all human beings. Yeah. Why can't we all be to love each other? Why can't we all live in like like America? That's what I like about America, the United States of America, the, because we can have all these kinds of uh, of of people 
living amongst each other and get along. Well, it, it, it was certainly possible. The Israelis wanted to make this work. They did, and they tried. Uh, and, and eventually they had to create a, a much tighter security cordon around Gaza and the West Bank because of the attacks by Hamas on Israeli citizens. Uh, and because Hamas took control of Gaza. Hamas became a political organization and took over the control of Gaza and then enriched itself without benefiting the people and spent most of the money, the rest of the money that was left on weapons to use against Israel. And it's just, it's, it's a really bad situation. And yeah, what, what Israel is doing is brutal in response because of what happened. And I believe it's justified because Hamas is a threat and they continue to make threats. And unless they eliminate Hamas's ability to come after them, they will, in fact, come after them again. So it's, it's an awful so situation. So you think two wrongs make a right? This isn't, uh, in my opinion, a wrong. This is when you're... You, you just said the Palestinian people are lovely people. You said you spent time there, that you... I did. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that they're... And it's unfortunate that Hamas is using Palestinian people as shields, or trying to. Um, but Israel isn't after the Palestinian people. Israel is going after Hamas. They're going after the terrorists who attacked them. That, and, and you look at any war... The vast majority of fatalities in any war are civilians. It's really unfortunate, but that's what happens. I mean, someone just gave me a stat the other day about, um, I, I, forgive me, I don't remember the numbers, but it would have to do with X number of soldiers dying in a conflict, but the total number of deaths in that conflict. It's usually like 10 to 1, because there's always collateral damage. It's, it's the worst part of war, is that it's not just the soldiers being killed. But Israel had no choice. You can't just let them come in and slaughter 1, 1,400 people and, and not retaliate, not go after the people who did it. And I, I can't imagine anyone in their right mind suggesting that Israel should not have done this. You know, realistically, maybe you don't like the level to which they're going, but to say that they shouldn't try to take out the people who took out their people, to me, is just not, that's, not, that's not honest. Right. Anyway an awful subject and you know what happened is terrible um the other story that pisses me off is that we now know that president biden exchanged up to eighty-two thousand pages of emails under pseudonyms while he was vice president this is part of a lawsuit the national archive archives disclosed late monday that there was this trove of correspondence spanning all eight years of Biden's vice presidency, included messages to or from three shadow email addresses, robinware456 at gmail, jrbware at gmail, and robert.l.peters at pci.gov. Fake email addresses that the vice president was using. And in some of these emails, at least 10 between May 18th and June 15th, 2016, his son, Hunter, was CC'd with one on May 26, notifying Hunter of a scheduled phone call the next day between the vice president and Ukrainian president Petro Poroshenko. So why is he CCing his son that I'm, I'm going to talk to the Ukraine president tomorrow? We all know what the son was doing. There was a, another email that, that revolved around him getting 40 grand from his brother. 
in laundered from funds from the Chinese government. Uh, the, this was in 2017. First brother James Biden did a, uh, transferred 40 grand to the future president in the same business deal in which Joe Biden was called the big guy and penciled in for a 10% cut. This would be the first proven instance of the commander-in-chief getting a piece of his family's foreign income. This is a separate story, um, not about the, the fake emails. He had 80,000 of these fake emails in these three accounts, which, you know, you're the vice president of the United States. Why are you, why are you doing that? Um, but Biden, they have direct evidence now that he got 40 grand from his brother as part of a deal. Uh, it was laundered China money. It landed in his bank account. How deep is this? How far does it go? They're, they have graphs. They have all this information about all this money exchanging hands between foreign leaders, foreign governments, foreign uh, corporations, and Biden family members. And yet, there's nothing to see here. No one will, will, will give this, will shine a, a bright light on it. And yeah, that pisses me off because Washington's dirty, okay? Politics is dirty, but it's not, you know, I don't know. The, the fact that they can just laugh it off bothers me. Um, I'm going to go get the ingredients for our Patreon this this. To, to make that potato. Oh, you are? Yeah, because Thanksgiving's coming up, right? Yes, it is. When is that? And Should your mom's going to leave maybe the day after we get home from Florida. So if you want to do a cooking with Kelly with your mom. Should I do it for this Patreon or the following Patreon? Um, let's, let's, let's use it next week because we, okay. we're almost out of time. Okay. But uh, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I'll go get it now because we won't have time otherwise. Okay. Um, you guys, I'm just letting you guys know, I'm not lying to you guys. This you will always make for every Thanksgiving. You'll make it for Easter. You'll make this. I mean, I grew up eating this and I crave it so bad. So I want to learn how to make it too. Yeah. I always have my mom make it for, for every deal. holiday. So. so coming up uh, next week, a cooking with Kelly with Bobby and her famous potatoes. It's the best. Thank Castle. you guys so much for your support and for uh, for being here. Yeah, thank you guys we so really, much. We really, really appreciate it. We do. Yeah. Have a great week, everybody. Okay, bye-bye.